0: Wondershare Video Converter Ultimate makes life easier by providing you with a variety of video tools.
1: Welcome back to Beers Up Sports Talk. Sibo in the house, Deebo in the house. Before we get started, Dee, what are you drinking on? Back on that progression
0: train, onward. I'm not sure I had this one before, so this will be my first sip of an onward.
1: There it is. And, and I love it. And man, I got treehouse tonight. We got a little treehouse oh. brewing. Uh, this is curiosity 100. I already had a taste, but I mean, good lord, that color! Shout out to Heavy Seas, but this beer, delicious. Absolutely. We're all over
0: the beer. We're all over the beer world today, huh?
1: Come on, man. nothing but good I beers. I finished my building eight. I mean, that's what I'm talking about. Let's that's get it going. going. All right, let's jump right into it. Let's start with the NBA. The Celtics effectively ended the process this weekend by That's stomping great. out the Sixers, sweep style, see you later, Philly, bye, Embiid. Simmons, you weren't even there. Tobias Harris, how's your head feel? Seriously, I hope you're okay. But how's your head feel? How beautiful was that? How, how good did the Celtics play in that series? No, they played great. I mean, you called this. I, 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 I <laughs> thought it was going to be a little bit
0: more of a fight. Um wow like i'll tell you what one thing i learned which i kind of knew but this kind of cemented it and is kind of a beast i mean we yeah. don't have the big guys to guard them and that worries me which you know when we get really into this when we get further on and you know i predicted them to beat the lakers i'm a little scared with what uh with mcgee and uh howard and davis but we're not talking about that yet um man they did this without hayward right right Smart is just defensively amazing. And Tatum and Brown are just turning into straight, cold-blooded killers. I mean, Tatum's just pulling up. Brown's just pulling up. When they're hitting threes, it's over. It's over. I want to
1: say one thing. All of those things are right. But this team rolls with Kemba Walker. Like, Tatum didn't play great in two of those four games. In two of those four games, he shot pretty bad. Jalen is so consistent. He can defend, he can rebound, yep. he can score inside and out. I love that he's willing to take a 15-footer and not only shoot threes and only drive to the basket. But Kemba's just kind of that like different player. Like Jalen, Tatum, Gordon, they're all kind of the same player, right? They're slashed, they're three-point shooters. And Kemba is that too, but he's just a different motor. He just the quick release. The, you know, he just understands exactly what his role on this team is. And he's playing a, just a little bit of defense. Yep. And it just makes all the difference in the world. And just to have that guy bring the ball to the court. I mean, again, a year and a half ago, we were people were sitting here and saying, Kyrie's the, the greatest thing since sliced bread, and we've got our point guard of the future. And then it all fell apart. And then you get someone like like Kemba that comes in who is – selfless who wants to defer to the other young superstars and they say, no, listen, man, we, we need you. And it's clear when he's on, they're kind of like, all right, you go, you go handle business. We'll step back.
0: Yeah. And one thing I will say is, and you know, people will be like, really Daniel Tice, listen, he's, he's doing work. Like he gets out there and he gets in, he gets some really terrible calls. I don't know if you saw Embiid like pretty much, Elbow in the face. They reviewed it yeah. and they're still yeah. like, No, your face hurt his elbow. Yeah. So, I no, mean, he's, he's got, I mean, he hustles, he rebounds, he can shoot threes and he, he plays good defense. And Cantor, he's been playing pretty good too. It well, gives,
1: it, it gives, it, it, I think I'm, Tice really benefited from those years with Al Horford. I just yeah. like when I watch him play, it's again, it's that selfless ball of like, I know my role. I'm not going to go beyond my role. Again, he's – defensively at some at times can be ridiculous, but also he also can block a ton of shots and, and he's good for rebounds. But, like, you just – he understands he's going to come down. He's going to set picks. He's going to do things. Did we just – did we give up a goal? We just gave up a goal. It's 3-2 Tampa Bay. It's plenty of time left. I know I just said it can't be much time left, but plenty of time left. Ten minutes. But I'm going to say this. The process is officially dead. They fired and, him. Where Philly goes from here, who knows? They've already fired their coach. I assume Elton Brand's on a hot seat. And Bede is a beast, but he's clearly not happy. Ben Simmons is an incredible player, but I don't know what his ceiling is because he can't shoot. Right. And beyond that, you don't have much. The process fell apart the minute they started getting rid of the pieces that they had brought in as part of the process, in my opinion. Yeah. And, and I think it was a, a real point – of emphasis when Jimmy Butler basically said last offseason, "No, nah, I don't want your max money. I'm gonna go to Miami." He didn't want to be a part of it. He he yeah. saw the writing on the wall. He saw he saw the discomfort in the locker room. And, and this process, I mean, Embiid is a beast. He's an absolute beast. And when he gets traded to Golden State and they start crushing the world again, like we're all screwed. Um, but he's yeah, he can he can go. But that that team's done. And I don't know that it's salvageable. Like, I don't, I don't know how they become how – they, how they surpass Milwaukee, Boston, even Miami at this point. Like, where, I don't know how they do that. Yeah, I mean, I, th- I think you're looking at,
0: like, a, a poor man's Lakers. And I'm, I'm not – obviously, I don't think Embiid is Shaq, and I don't think Simmons is Kobe. But, like, they're obviously clashing. They both are saying the right things that there's not an issue – but there's something between the two of them and it's been in the news the last, you know, four or five days. And especially now with the series being over that they haven't, they're not playing together again. So one of them's gone. Are they going to keep the big man? Or are they going to keep the, uh, the, the, the young slasher?
1: Who knows? Who knows? All right, let's run through the NBA playoffs as it stands. A quick note, three out of the four playoff series in the Eastern conference sweeps, sweep, 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 sweep. And I'm pretty sure Milwaukee's going to close it out tonight. Yeah, I mean, so, I mean,
0: I mean, everyone buried the Lakers and the Bucks after the first game of their series. They were like, "They're done." Like, Trailblazers are going to win. You know, they're going to give them a, a fight. The Bucks are are, are in trouble. They right. they they've lost. What they, they win like three games in the first eight. Right. They're fine. They right. just had to find their footing. Right. LeBron and AD are just incredible. I, I, so I was watching a game, that one of the games, and they were like, Anthony Davis played point guard in high school. And then the next four plays up the court, he was legitimately playing point guard in the NBA right. as a seven-foot human being. And it was incredible. He's fast, he's quick, and he, he's making all the right plays. It's, it's actually really fun to watch.
1: Right. And so let's dip over to that Western Conference. The Lakers are cruising. Dane Lillard is sitting out game five with the knee injury. I think we can call it on that series. And again, to your point, Orlando and Portland came out and stole game one, but neither team plays really good defense, and they just don't have the horses to keep up with those number one seeds. Right. But over there in the Western Conference, Ooh. you got a couple of guys absolutely balling out. Let me guess.
0: Let, let me guess who you're gonna say. Donovan Mitchell from the Jazz. Yep. Man. Whew. 51 points the other day, and then I'm going to say what Luca from uh from Dallas.
1: Those guys are taking their series over. I mean, Porzingis isn't isn't even a factor. I mean, he can play, but he's he's not playing in the next game. He hurt himself in the last game. Luca yep. gets a gets a, an ankle injury. Doesn't matter. And Donovan Parzingis. Mitchell's just off the chains right now. Luca with 43, 18, and 13. They, I mean, they they are literally winning the series for their team, and then. And then you got the Houston OKC series, which might go seven. And then we talked about that series being one that that was going to be a battle because of all the storylines that you had going on. And it seems to be one that's back and forth. Yeah. It's – I mean, this is what we wanted, right? We wanted – I'm saying all-day NBA is everything I could have hoped for.
0: Absolutely. I mean, Eastern Conference, we picked it to the T. I mean, granted, the Milwaukee series is not over yet. We both said Miami – I mean, yep. it's over, but it's on board, on, the, on paper, it's not over yet. Um, I think I picked Denver. You did pick Denver. I picked Denver. I think I probably did. No, yeah, I did too. I said I, the only one – um, no, because I picked all top
1: four seeds in the, in the West. And, so, and you know what? Let's we, also we not, let's not downplay the fact that Donovan Mitchell has been balling out, but having Mike Conley come back, that's a nice little one-two punch. And I do think Denver has more talent, but they're still young and they just haven't put it together. And Donovan yep. Mitchell's just on another level. Like that's the reality. He's he's balling out on another level.
0: Yeah. I mean, let's see what happens. I mean, he. he I'm sure you saw his tweet uh, today talking about uh, Jake Blake and uh, getting shot and saying that, why are we playing games? There's a lot more important things. And you wonder how that's going to play. And, you know, I'm sure we'll talk about that a little bit at the end. But, you know. There's a lot going on in the world, but it's good to see some basketball. And D Mitchell, hopefully uh, he, he plays for them and plays, right. for, uh, plays for Jake and the rest right. of the, 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 you know, everything that's going on.
1: Right, no, totally. All right, let's switch gears to the sport that you've got going on in front of you, the NHL. I want to talk a little bit about the Bruins real quick. They disposed of the Hurricanes in just a beast-like fashion. I thought so. Down two zero. 0 the last time we podcasted in the game. Down 0-2. Yes. yes. We went on to put up four in the third period and yep. never looked back. Yep. Then they come out first game against Tampa Bay after a couple of days off. And, you know, as I was watching the game, talking about Tampa Bay, you know, controlling the play, Boston looked good. They looked Boston really looked good. really good. They they're, did look they're good. Like, and I just keep thinking, like, having pasta back, and having um, Halak, I mean, he's clearly up for the challenge. Yeah, like, He's there. And, and, so,
0: like, and, the, the goals he let in in game one, he, you know, they were legit goals. It wasn't right. like a leaker. Like, maybe two right. of the three goals he let up tonight so far. Um, I'm sure you'll <laughs> see him in the highlights. One kind of dribbled in.
1: Yeah,
0: and And one – was like one guy dove passing and the guy that shot it dove to shoot it and it was just like he misplayed it. Yeah. And you know, it's gonna happen. He's 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 he had it I think he had twenty three or twenty five starts this season.
1: Yeah.
0: And you know, he's he's I don't want to say he's inexperienced, but he's not too carrasque. He's not well, too but talented. he's but he's thirty five, he's, getting...
1: he's been around for a while, right? He's he's not he's exactly. not a young guy who's gonna be Who's going to be overwhelmed by the moment? And and it's not like he hasn't played in big games before. Um, but I just I, I mean, no. I, and, and back to you said pasta man. He he's
0: the real deal. Like he the pass that he had on their their second goal tonight. I don't know if you saw it. It was perfectly placed to Marshawn, and he just put it right in the net. He he's strong with his stick. He can poke check with with the best of them. I, to my and and it's a little Homer, but. If they're on top of their game, there's not a team in the East that can beat them.
1: I agree. And I think having pasta back and healthy is, makes them so dynamic. I mean, they've already got a ton of talent. You know, Bergeron and, and Marshan and, and all of these guys all the way down the roster, they're really good. But when you have a, a guy, a dynamic guy like that, they can, they, they can literally take over the game offensively. Yeah. It just makes all the change, all, all the difference in the world. And hopefully they get a third goal, they tie it, and keep it going.
0: Yeah, I mean, this is going to be their – this is their test of the East, is Tampa Bay.
1: Yeah. Yeah. All right, let's shift gears to the NFL. As teams train, to get prepared, test positive for COVID, don't test positive for COVID. Some news out of Baltimore today. Earl okay. Thomas, um, the all-pro safety, one of the best to ever do it at the safety position. Who signed a four year, $55 million contract last year? 3 three. I, three, I, 3. I don't want to say I called it, but I called it. 3 3, boys. New game. And girls. New Sorry game. about that. No, no, no. Let's get back to Earl Thomas, though. Four years, $55 million he signs with the Ravens last year. He plays the year. There's some grumbling. The it was up and it comes down. What's up, What's up? He had an
0: up and down year. I mean, but
1: he's 31. He
0: he's not chicken anymore. It, right. I mean, yeah, I mean, he, I, you can't run your mouth about saying we're not afraid of Derrick Henry and then get stiffed arm, turned around, and thrown to the ground. Um, but it sounds
1: like he
0: had some it problems. Like
1: the veterans just didn't want to deal with him. Yeah. I mean, Baltimore's a team that's good enough to win the Super Bowl if things fall the right way. And what they don't want is a distraction from a 31-year-old who has the clout to make a lot of noise. Yeah. Um, and 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 they made some deals last year that got them some secondary help that made them really good, and I think he just became expendable. Now I will say I took a look at his contract, bro. Four years, fifty-five million. First year guarantee, thirty-two.
0: So I don't, he think, he's, I,
1: I don't think he's really upset, Doc. He got thirty-two last year with the with the signing bonus and the salary. I don't think he's really upset. Wow, I did not realize he got thirty-two million <laughs> for one year. I, that, I, that's what, that's what, that's what the website said, you know, could be wrong, but I'm sure he's at again, Dallas Cowboys are probably going to sign him because that's, that's who's what, wanted him forever. Cool. Story bro. It's probably going to mess up their, their team in some way. They'll probably just start a fight with Dak and, you know, I like it. But, but I mean, it's just, to me, it's one of those things where if you're Baltimore and, and, and this isn't working, it's time to go. It's time to go. Yeah. I mean,
0: you, you, you're there to, to win. Um, right. Right. To start and if he's team. not
1: helping a team, 31-year-old safety, we'll see you later. His best years are far behind him. It's time to move on. No doubt. Now time to move on. We're going to head to the Major League Baseball season that has progressed so far. We're almost at the halfway point. We're going to dive into our projections next week. Look at our over-under, see how we did. I know I'm probably 32 for 32, whatever it may be. But what we wanted to do is spend a little time digging into some of the surprises of the early MLB season. So, we'll go back and forth. But, D, hit me with one of your surprises. Tell me what you got. Well, you you
0: say we're, you know, we're about halfway. Like, some teams are more than 30 games in, and some teams are, like, what, 10 games, 12 <laughs> games in? Right. No. I mean, it's been a season. We got two major COVID breakouts. I think the Mets are dealing with a little bit right now. Yes, they are. Um, the Reds had a scare, and Cleveland had that let's go to the bars. Thanks. Yes. Yes. So I have six. Baltimore has 14 wins. I said, they would not get to 12. They're halfway through the season. They're already at 14. And, you know, and we say this and we both said it and I'm going to probably let you have this one. If, if, if I'm staying, if you're going to stay in the AL East. So I'm just going to stay with Baltimore having 14 wins already.
1: And, and you can, and I will, I will, I will die on the sword that I sharpened and the Red Sox are bad. They stink. Well, and this was I mean, on, this was on the horizon. Th- this was, this was probable. Um, this year was either going to be dynamic or it was going to be deadly. And it's turned out to be pretty deadly. I mean, um,
0: I, said, I said, I'm going to go over because they're the Red Sox
1: and they can't go under. And, again, they have an offense that can score runs. It hasn't. J.D.'s been underperforming. Ben Attendee's been hurt. Um, obviously, the loss of Mookie Betts hasn't really materialized. Verdugo's been good, but, you know. Has Devers done much? Devers has come on recently, but he was struggling. But I think it all comes back to the fact that Chris Sale, Tommy John, Erod with the, the COVID results yep. and a bullpen that never was really structured to be really that good. Yep. Um, yeah, we're bad, Dot. And, and, and they, here's and the they, thing. You mentioned Baltimore having 14 wins. I think of, the, of a, a team like Baltimore, they are and, – and I have no problem saying this and, and call me a homer, call me what you will. They are 100% overachieving. And if I was a Baltimore fan right now, I'd be pissed. They're not going to make the playoffs. And all this is going to do is mess up a draft pick for them next year. The Red Sox are about to get a top three, four draft pick right now. Now, again, in oh, Major League Baseball. There's no, unless, unless what do you think they're going to trade, JD
0: Martinez? No, the, I, and here's the,
1: but that's my point. Here's my point. This is a team that is going to reload next year, right? You're going to get Chris Sale back You're, with, a, with a bionic arm. You're going to get Erod back healthy. You've got, um, what's his face? Uh, and I can't even think of his name, Nate. What the hell is his name? Ivaldi. There it is. Evaldi. You got Ivaldi, who's kind of got his shit together. Yeah, I mean, he's a good three. Right, exactly. So, it, to me, this is a team, if they hold on to their pieces, if they hold on to J.D., which they could trade him, and I don't think I would be terribly upset if they trade him, but I don't think they trade him. Ben will be back. Verdugo will be back. They're going to go out and sign some folks. Devers will be a year older. Xander's playing well this year, and he's going to continue to play well. Like, this, this is not a team that's going to – do all of this and also probably sign a top three or four draft pick, in my opinion. And again, that might not materialize for a couple of years, but it's like it's kind of one of those weird scenarios where, like, in this shortened season, being shitty is going to work out for them, and no one will ever really remember it because they'll, they'll probably be a ninety-one team next year.
0: Can we talk about? I mean, it's. I mean, we're, we're probably going to end up going long, but
1: we talk about Tampa Bay's in first now. I, I mean, they're, they're, they're always going to be good. I mean, again. You, we talked about the process earlier with 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 Philadelphia, and how everybody kind of mocked the process for years, and then it started to show success, and everybody was like, "Oh, maybe maybe the process was 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 worth it. And now you look at the process and you're like, "Well, what happened? They didn't stay the course. They started yeah. trading. They started picking up free agents. and basketball is different than baseball. but but Tampa Bay has stayed the course. They have found a, a formula. They've stuck to it. They have traded guys before they should have been traded because they need the assets back. They have, they have dumped guys when they didn't think they should dump guys. They've held on to guys probably when they shouldn't have. They're just a good, a well-run organization, and that's why I'm really glad that the number one baseball ops guy for the Red Sox is a Rays guy. So cheers to, cheers to the Red Sox being World Series champs next year. Nice. All right, give me your second surprise, man. I mean, I'm just
0: kind of going to go in order. You know what my surprise is? that w- You and I, in the Central, I took the Twins with the Chai Sox, the Chicago White Sox, fighting for the wild card. You took the Twins and the Indians fighting for the wild card. And for they, the, are tied, the, brother, they, they are tied, brother. They are tied. tied for second, two and a half back of the yep. Twins. I think us hitting that pretty much on the tee
1: through through half the season is pretty pretty surprising. I mean, it shows how good we are at this. I mean, forget what happened in the A, at least. So don't even worry about it. You know what's funny is, uh, is
0: Nomar Mazara, whom I picked as my standout player from the, from, from the yep. Central, they, uh, he, he's not doing anything. Nope. You want to know why? How I know that? Because he's on my fantasy team. And he's <laughs> doing nothing. Well, and, and here's thing. Thing. the thing. And we Up talked there, about this a couple I'm weeks ago.
1: Today.
0: I'll but, give you an update. He, We're going into overtime.
1: So there we go. He, Here's the crazy they thing won. about the Indians. and we talked about it. They're they're two games out of out of first place or two, you know, two games up in the wildcard, and they have two pitchers who could be helping them out who are not helping them out because they're just assholes. Yep. This is crazy. But, but this is this is the beauty of this 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 shortened season. We're gonna get crazy things like this. Oh, I'm sure we're gonna get to some crazy things. My second surprise is the Angels, because I'm quite sure that I had them pegged for a playoff position. And uh ain't happening, Doc. Nine? Ain't, Nine wins? I think they got the same wins as the Red Sox, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, this is true. I saw a stat today that they have signed as many – they have signed the most $100 million players in a, in, a, in a number of years, and they can't win. And I just don't and, – and basically what the tweet was saying is, like, it doesn't make any sense that they're this bad. It well, doesn't make any sense. They have the best player in baseball. They have Rendon. They have Atani. They have they Pulhos, for lack of a better. He can still hit a tiny. But bit they, don't, like, they don't have pitching. I know they don't have pitching, but that's but that's my point. Like I think my point is, they have money. They spend money, and they still fuck it up. They still they still mess it up every time. They can't get it together. And it wasn't it wasn't but what. 15, 20 years ago that they were perennial AL West champs going to world series. They're spending money. Their owner wants to spend money. They got the best player in baseball and they can't win games. They literally can't win games.
0: Yeah. It's, it's kind of crazy. I mean, my, so my next one is in the same division. It's the, the athletics. We kind of talked about it. Like you know, the athletics, they might do something. They're, they're just kind of steady and they're, Leading that division by, like, three games. I think they're at 20 wins already. It, like, we talked about it. Who do they have? They don't have anyone standing out. It's just – it's a team effort. It's kind of like the Rays. They, and it's it's Moneyball. It, right. We're living Moneyball all over again with, with the Rays and the, um, with the athletics.
1: Right. And the athletics have been doing it forever. And, again, another re- com- really well-run organization that has a formula that sticks to it doesn't deviate because they can't afford to deviate they, they have to sell when they sell and it just is the is the nature of the beast yep the next one I talk about is is I'm gonna stick I'm gonna I'm gonna switch it up I had something in line but I'm gonna go with you I'm gonna talk about Tampa Bay and San Diego and San Diego has spent a little bit of money they've spent money on Machado they've spent money on Hosmer but they are still two teams that don't spend a lot of money that are in the playoffs if, if, if the season ended today yep. like, these are two teams that are getting it done without the resources that some of these other teams have. And I know the Padres have more than some of these teams we've talked about, but it's just fun to see these younger kind of exciting teams doing what they're doing.
0: I mean, I, I that was one of my talk, my talking points was, was the Padres. What they're doing is ridiculous. Fernando Tatis Jr. Bruh. What'd they hit? Four, four grand slams? Slam
1: Diego, bruh. Yeah.
0: Slam, Slam Diego. Diego no I, I love what they're doing they still have probably the, uh, the the best ugliest color scheme with that that brown and yellow Los fathers the fathers I'm kind of dig it uh, as Kenny Mayne used to say the fathers right um, gotta love it I mean he, he doesn't care he's a young kid and everyone you know he he had that game where he he swung on a 30 pitch bruh they were only up seven. Who cares? With people get over it. Left. No, but here's the thing. I was like, they're up seven. You're up seven. The, was it Mother's, the Mother's Day miracle? The, the Sox versus the, yep. the O's? They scored six runs in the bottom of the ninth to win? That's in
1: listen, one inning? Listen, it's people that are going to complain are going to complain. Let them complain, bro. I don't
0: care. Well, if it was 15 nothing, yes, I understand it. You're in the eighth inning. You know, take a pitch and see what happens.
1: If but, you're going to throw a fastball down the middle on a 3-0 and pitch, Expected to get hit out of the park. That's all. Absolutely, I mean. it, and, is what it is.
0: And I love Trevor Bauer's whole thing was, "Bruh, don't worry." So many people are like pitchers. were like, "That's your job is to hit right. home runs." So right. go do it. I love it, San Diego. I actually hope you know I picked Arizona to come out of that as, as a wild card. I hope, I hope San Diego <laughs> takes that all the way at least to the playoffs and then
1: loses. Man, the I think I picked Arizona too, and they are in last place. And boy, did I not see that coming. All right, let's see. Next for me, I'm going to point to the NL East. It's a tight division. It, yeah, like well, we it, said it's, that it's that one division I mean and there are other teams, but like that's one of those divisions, and I don't think I thought this was going to happen, but like everybody's within four games. And yeah, in in last place, and they're not a bad team. No, I mean, uh,
0: you know, give me one sec. You said four games. I don't think I realized it was that close. But I, my, my surprise from there was just Miami at 13 wins. Um, you're right. Four, within four, um, I, I love that Atlanta's got no pitching at this point. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Which, they, again, so they, they have one pitcher in their starting rotation that has a win. He's 4-0. He's got like a 1.32 ERA, which is what Stroka did last year, but it's not Stroka. It's Max Freed. Who saw that coming? No one. Um, you know, I expected Newcomb to be the guy that stepped up, but he hasn't. He's got like a 6.5 ERA. Not great. They're just plug, plug and playing. they just signed a, a guy, brought him up um, today, Ian Anderson. He was supposed to start against the Yankees. Didn't happen because of the postponement, but it is a tight division, and Atlanta kind of let it slip with ever, with how bad everyone was playing. They they've played good in the in the in within the division, but they yep. haven't played good outside of it. Um, yeah. So yeah. we'll see what
1: happens. The next one I got is is our pick for the NL MVP. Oh yeah, Chris Yelich. Yeah, that, an ice cold 198. Um, it's gonna get better, but good lord. That's not great, and it, and surprise. it's one of those things that like it's a shortened season, so we're halfway through the season, and the guys batting one ninety eight, and you're like, I mean, even Mike Trout batting like two sixty. It's just one of those things that's just weird. And then and I and, and kind of in the same vein, my main man Juan Soto, who's basically like my my like super crush, is batting like four hundred. That guy is incredible. I love that guy. Fantasy wise and just impressive. because everything every time he hits the ball, it goes like a million feet. <laughs> I mean, and, and
0: like we've all said, if Yelich isn't doing it, the Brewers are not going to do it.
1: Right. And
0: that's and exactly what's happening. I mean, th- I mean they're, they're third in the division, right at 500. I think it's like the Cubs started out slamming. They, I think right. and then they kind of stepped back a little bit, and everyone, they're like four or five games above 500, and everyone else is right at 500.
1: Right.
0: Except for the Pirates, who are pretty terrible too.
1: Right. And this is my last one, and I'm calling it. I'm just going to say this, the injuries in this shortened season, I think we may have mentioned it somewhere back in our conversation, but the injuries have been absolutely crippling to some of these teams. And there have been so many more injuries in this season versus the past seasons. It really, I think is going to have an impact, especially with how short the season is. And I just, you know, we talked, just talked about the NL East. I think about Strasburg. I think about a lot of these other players that have gone down like Ben not that the Red Sox are going to be any better, but like losing your starting left fielder and basically saying like, we don't know when he's going to be back in a 60 game season basically means he's not coming back. Right. Yeah, you know, the uh, Padres lose Kirby Yates for the season. Strasburg is out for the season. All these guys like that injury bug. It's, you know, you go down for a month at this point, it's basically the season it's over.
0: Well, that, I mean, yeah, that's why I'm excited. Uh, you know, I'm excited Atlanta treaded water and now Akuna's back and, you know, Marcakis went out, but I think we they're in good in good spot. You haven't seen many injuries out of the Cubs or the Dodgers. Right. And that's why they're leading division. The, the ones that are leading divisions have been healthy except right. for the the Braves. But they've the, been, been the able division to kind has of, had problems. Again, yeah. we're talking about COVID with Miami. We're talking about COVID with the Mets. Talking about Strasburg being out. Right. And so Soto started late to the season. Right. And you know, the Phillies are just underachieving.
1: Yeah. No, totally. Absolutely. All right, man. Last call time. Woo. What you got? All right. I don't know where to go here. I picked two.
0: I'm going to go with Usain Bolt. Usain hey, bro, I, Bolt. Usain Bolt. Let's have a huge party. No one has to wear masks, right? You heard about this? No.
1: Really? No, I didn't. I was on vacation, man. I missed okay. him. Bad.
0: Give it. Right. To me. So, so this dude said, I'm having a birthday party. I don't care. No one wears masks. It was bash central. He's now positive for COVID.
1: Not great, Bob. Bro. not
0: great. Mask up at least, but uh, like it, it shows that, you know, I'm rich, I'm famous. It's not going to happen to me people out there need to understand and, and you know I don't think you're going to go to to this next thing so I, but I'm going to wait just to make sure and we'll fall, we'll come back with it but people think that they can get that, that they're invincible and this won't happen to them and because of that we are still dealing with having to make schooling decisions we're having to make work decisions All these things that shouldn't happen, and we should be done with this. If not done, we should be on the way down. And it's getting frustrating because people like – and I'm going to throw it out there. Usain Bolt's out there having birthday bashes because he wants to live his life, and now he's got the COVID.
1: Well, and the reality is you kind of mentioned this with the money. He has the ability to spend money to take care of himself if he does get sick, which a lot of people out there just don't have access to those things. Um, How many of those uh, people?
0: Yeah, how many of those people that went to that party? I mean, granted, most of his friends probably have a little money, and the people that went there, but not everyone is rich as he is. He better be taking care of anyone that comes out positive from there, since he decided no, don't wear masks. No, I'm with you. This, I'm sorry, this stuff fires me up because I'm just trying. I, I, I want to go to a bar. I want to go to a game. I want to go to a movie. (laughs) I want to go to the mall. Like, I I understand the mall is open. But I'm not stupid enough to go there. I'll, go, I'll just do my shopping online. But it's it's getting frustrating that people are doing the right things and other people are like, no, nah, I'm good. I'm, I'm invincible
1: or it's not a big deal. It's the American dream, brother. I'm going to stay kind of in the same world. I want to talk a little bit about college campuses opening over the last couple of weeks, college campuses closing over the last couple of weeks, and the breakouts, the outbreaks that are happening. I just read last night. Over 500 positive tests at the University of Alabama. UNC has flip-flopped. Notre Dame has flip-flopped. I want to say one thing. While it's really easy to blame the kids that are doing this, going to college, going out to parties, interacting, I want to step back from this and say, for the last six months, these kids have been stuck inside. Whether they were in college or they were in high school, And I think a lot of this probably has to do with a lot of freshmen going to college and losing their mind, which anyone who's gone to college completely understands that they've been stuck inside for the last six months, unable to go anywhere. And then their parents should ship them off to college at some school where there's 30,000 kids. And yeah, they're going to go to a goddamn party. And yeah, Yeah, they're probably going to act foolish and reckless and feel invincible as you just mentioned. And on some level, I can't blame them. You want them to practice kind of social responsibility. I get that. But the reality is they're 18, 19 years old, and they've been thrust into this unique, exciting situation, and they're going to make mistakes. I blame it on the colleges that are doing this just to make a buck. They're bringing these kids to campus. They're getting that room and board. They know that they can charge full tuition and then send these kids home in a couple of weeks and act as if nothing happened. And... I truly do believe that most of these young kids are going to be okay. They might get COVID. They might not get COVID. They may be asymptomatic. They're probably going to stay healthy. But if they do anything, they go to a shopping mall, they go to a, a Lowe's, they go to a, a, a supermarket, and they infect someone else, and there's widespread, that's where the problem is. Listen, man, most of this country has done a relatively good job in, in trying to curb COVID 19. There's over 100, 170,000 deaths. Yeah, people in this, in this country who think it's not a big deal, people who, who push it off as a hoax. The reality is we basically decided to use children as, you know, we're basically throwing them into the fire to see if we can put people in groups together and see if it works. And with colleges, I you know, I feel bad for these, for these seniors that go back to college and now they've got to go home or they've got to quarantine for 14 days because some freshmen showed up and lost their mind. Of course they were going to lose their mind. Because when they go to college for the first time, they're going to lose their mind in, in a normal situation. When they've been stuck inside for the last six months, they're going to lose their mind even more. And so shame on the college chancellors, on the presidents, on the people who thought it was a good idea to bring these kids back in the first place. They should have just shut it down. They could have had the whole second semester to do what they needed to do, but instead they wanted to get that dollar. And here we are. Yeah.
0: I mean, I'm glad I didn't bring it up. Cause that was my, that was my number two on uh, for that. So, Yeah, it's all about the almighty dollar, and we're learning that more and more over the last, what? Forget the last six months. It's over over the last almost four years. We'll just call it that.
1: Yeah. That's why y'all need to get out and vote. Listen, this is the end of the episode. You mentioned it early, D, justice for Jacob. Jacob Blake shot seven times in the back by cops. Give me a reason why they shot him. Tell me a reason why, all right? I, we need to do better as a society. We need to do better as people. Say their names out loud, people. Black Lives Matter, this is bullshit. We, You know, was it wasn't like two it. months ago that we sat here and did a Black Lives Matter podcast, and here we are again. George Floyd, Breonna Taylor, Jacob Blake. Yeah, he didn't die. He's paralyzed for the rest of his life. Got shot seven times in the back of point-blank range. If this, we got to do better folks and so get out and vote if you can't get if you feel like you're worried about voting you don't want to go into the precinct get your mail-in ballots get your early ballot and get your 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 absentee ballot do whatever you can to do that you're going to be able to do it but y'all got to vote you got to make some changes here
0: yeah change is needed we got we got to move on as as people and
1: we got to do it together no doubt all right y'all we'll see you next time Peace.